The 81st episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast is brought to you by Atlantic Physical Therapy. They're here to help you with your recovery while providing you with a safe environment. They keep the care and have care. Located in Maryland, in Ocean Pines, West Ocean City, Berlin, and Salisbury, and in Delaware, in Somerville, Ocean View, Millsbury, and Laurel. Call 410-208-3632 or find them on the web at AtlanticPTRehab.com. My guest today is Shaka Smart, head men's basketball coach at Marquette University. How you doing today, Coach? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Well, I certainly appreciate it. And um, congratulations uh, on your victory last night. Well, you know, they say a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So good to have the first. Well, David, it's fantastic to have you on. Let me tell my listeners a little bit about you before we get started. Shaka enters his first season as head coach at Marquette University. He spent the previous six seasons coaching at the Texas Longhorns, and in his first season at Texas, he won 20 games and received an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament. He finished with five winning seasons of 19 wins or more. He also won the NIT. VCU hired Smart to be the head coach in the spring of 2009. And in his first season, he led the Rams to a 27-10 and 10 season and the CBI championship. Despite not receiving an automatic bid, VCU earned a not large bid to the Southwest Regional 2011 NCAA tournament. The Rams, went on, well, the Rams were one of the last four teams invited and were placed in the first four against USC for a spot of the main 64-team tournament. VCU defeated USC and then upset its six-seeded Georgetown Hoyas and third-seeded Purdue Boilermakers to advance to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament for the first time in the school's history. VCU won 72-71 against Florida State University in overtime to earn its school's first spot in the Elite Eight, subsequently upsetting top-ranked University of Kansas 71 to 61 for his first Final Four appearance. The Rams lost to Butler 70, 70 to 62 in the semifinal game. Shaka has held several assistant coaching positions, including University of Akron for three years, Clemson for two, and Florida for one. At Clemson, he was one, he was an assistant to my high school coach, high school teammate, Oliver Purnell. Coach, congratulations on an impressive career so far. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, Coach Purnell was uh, just really, really instrumental for me in my coaching career. I actually worked for him at two different places. I worked for him at University of Dayton. I wondered a, if you were at Dayton. I wondered as that. a really young guy. I was 24 years old when he hired me. And, wow, he, he put his arm around me and treated me like his son. Um, and then he went to Clemson. Uh, I went to Akron in between. But I three years later, I went back and was an assistant for him at, at Clemson. Okay. Um, so I can tell me, tell my listeners a little bit about you, uh, upbringing, maybe where you grew up and, and if you played any sports before high school. Of course. Yeah. I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, which is about an hour away from Milwaukee where Marquette is located. Uh, so I'm, you know, back real close to home and close to my mom who still lives in Madison. Um, I played every sport under the sun except football. My mom wouldn't let me play football. Um, oh yeah. 
she was worried about, you know, concussions and all that kind of stuff way back before, you know, the media and everybody started making a big deal out of it. But I played basketball and soccer and baseball, ran track, um, you know, a variety of different sports. And I just loved the lessons that I got a chance to learn in sports. Zach, what school, what high school did you attend? I went to a school called Oregon High School, which is just south of Madison, Wisconsin. And my high school coach was very impactful on me and, you know, did a great job of, uh, you know, just teaching me the game. Now, when you went to high school, did you focus uh, mainly on basketball? No, like I said, I played a lot of different sports. So basketball okay. was certainly one. Um, you know, I was... You know, back then people didn't specialize quite as much as they do now. Right. Um, but I played I played a lot of different sports. Well, it sounds like in basketball you were very good in second team all Badgers conference picks in, in your senior year. And um you were the all time assist leader uh at your high school with four hundred and fifty eight. Um is there any favorite memory, sports memory that you'd like to share coming up? Uh, so many. I mean, just the, the, the thrill of playing in, you know, exciting games in high school and college, uh, you know, just the opportunity to compete. You know, I always tell people being a coach is great, but it's a distant second to being a player. So, um, you know, I, I miss that opportunity, the camaraderie with the guys. You get some of it from coaching for sure. But right. uh, when you're a player, it's a it's a special feeling. Interesting. Shaka, was there one or, or two people that encouraged you to play sports when you were coming up? My mom, uh, you know, she was really supportive of me and my brothers. I have three brothers, uh, you know, getting us involved in different sports. Oh, uh, I never really thought about not playing sports. I was always on a team, you know, whatever season it was at the time, whether it's baseball, basketball, soccer. Uh, so, you know, just – always was on teams and it was never really an option to not be on a team. Right. Um, so after high school, you attended, was it Kenyon college? And yes, sir. Was, was that your first choice or were you considering other college before you made your commitment? I six schools. I got, okay. from, uh, including three oh. Ivy league schools. And wow. I went out and visited Harvard, Yale, and Brown. And honestly, I was kind of out there. You know, I was a young kid from the Midwest. I hadn't been exposed to much in terms of different areas of the country. And, you know, when I went out there, there was just uh, a lot of things I hadn't seen. And, uh, you know, maybe at that time, you know, wasn't quite used to. So the coach at Kenyon was someone that loved the great with me during the huge part of why I went there. Wow. Well, I know you just played basketball in college, correct? Yes. And you had a you had a fantastic career. It looks like you're still the school's career assist leader after 20 years later. I like to um, pass the ball. <laughs> As a part of the team, you're right. Uh, and then as a senior, you were all North Coast Atlantic Conference selection and named the NCAC Scholar Athlete of the Year amongst 20 other college students from around the country. And that's fantastic. 
Well, it was a lot of fun just, again, just getting a chance to compete. And, you know, one thing that my mom did for me is she really emphasized the academic side of things. So when I got to college, you know, I pretty much understood it was it was all about school and basketball. And I was pretty disciplined for a young guy about focusing the majority of my attention in that those two areas. Well, you also had uh, we had a good relationship with your coach, too, right? Great relationship with my first coach. I played for two coaches, and okay, one of the worst days of my life was left. Um, yeah. It really, you know, it was it was it was a hard day because he was like a father figure for me. Uh, but you know, as I learned later, you know, the in the coaching profession, sometimes you know, sometimes people go to other schools, and you know, I've certainly been on the other side of that now as a coach tough for me when he left and uh, you know now uh, on it uh, you know I'm, I'm just I'm glad that I went through all the experiences that I went through all right uh, what was your what was your major in college majored in history okay um, so when you graduated um, did you start your coaching career immediately or did you take another job no, I did start my coaching career immediately. One of the things that uh, that came out of my first coach leaving after my freshman year is he told me when he left, he said, hey, you can come work for me someday if, if you want to go into coaching. And nice. so he kind of put a seed in my head. Um, again, I had only thought about playing. I had never really thought about, you know, what I would do without playing. I was a very good student, so I had a lot of professors that were encouraging me to go into, you know, very serious postgraduate work academically. Right. But my passion was basketball and being part of a team. And again, I, like I said, I could never really imagine not being part of a team. So I went right to uh, become a GA, graduate assistant, which is where so many of us have started in coaching. Right. Uh, it's kind of like the bottom rung of the ladder. You don't make much money. You don't really, you know, you're doing a lot of kind of behind the scenes work, but it's a great training. It's a great apprenticeship for being an assistant coach. Now, was your first um, assistant position a grad assistant at California University? Yes, sir. Yeah, at Pennsylvania? Cal California University of Pennsylvania. Right. And it's it's a it's a state school division school, a really good program there. And, you know, when you're a GA at a smaller school. The good thing is. You have to do a lot of the responsibilities that maybe do at the division one level, because there's just not as many staff members. So I right away, I was exposed to a lot of good things that, that gave me a lot of experience. Um, now, wait, while you were there, what, you were there as, as a grad assistant. You earned your master's there. I did. Yeah, I got a master's degree. I remember being in class and just being thinking about, man, I can't wait to get to practice and get back to <laughs> get back <laughs> on the basketball side. But, you know, I learned a lot uh, on the academic side. I got a, a master's degree in social sciences. Oh, great! Some great books during that time and. You know, I think the things that get thrown at if you have a receptivity to 
there's always something good that you can get out of that experience. Certainly did in that situation. Now, um, how long were you at uh, California? Two years. Two years. And actually, and during you... that time, I worked okay. Coach Brunell's basketball camp, and, oh, okay. and that's what uh, connection. And then the following year, after working at one summer, the following summer, he had a job that came open called Coordinator of Basketball Operations, uh, which is just kind of a fancy title for guy who does work. Um, and he was nice enough to interview me for that position. Um, he kind of did an interesting thing. He, he had all the people interviewing for the position come and work his camp. And so he was able to kind of conduct a five-day interview with about five or six different candidates during camp. And it, it just, it's a great reflection on him because he's very, very thoughtful, as you know. He's, he's someone that, you know, really thinks through things and, and makes great decisions. And, um, you know, it was an interesting experience working the camp, but also for five days kind of being on edge because you knew you were, you were taking part in the interview process. Hey, made that job as a camp uh, instructor more important to you. Absolutely. Um, uh, so from there, you moved on to where? Well, I got the job at Dayton. I was there for two years. And okay. then uh, Oliver just did an unbelievable job with the program at Dayton. I mean, he he turned it from being a team that was at the bottom when he first got there. Um you know, had to go into a new conference and had all these changes to, in his last year, 2002, 2003, we were a four seed in the NCAA tournament. So that wow. kind of tells you, I mean, we were <laughs> one of the best teams in the country. So um, I'll never forget, you know, that year, you know, as a coach, you always go to the final four. It's kind of a, uh, you know, coaches convention at the final four. And right. it's a place where a lot of coaches get together after the season. And I was at the Final Four, and I was on Bourbon Street. It was in New Orleans, and we were in a in a bar on Bourbon Street and, and just kind of spending some time. And somebody pointed up at the TV. They said, look. And it was a picture of Oliver with the Clemson logo. And that's <laughs> how I found out that he got the Clemson job. Uh, you know, and that's how things work sometimes in this business. So uh, he went to Clemson. I actually went with him briefly in the same position. Um, okay. But I was offered an assistant coaching job at Akron uh, about five, six weeks after going down there. And for me, I just I really, really wanted to get back on the court coaching right. guys and getting experience and get on the road recruiting. So it was a great opportunity for me to go to Akron. Um, excellent. Excellent. So then um, you got your um, your first head coaching job. Well, how, First of all, as assistant at Akron, how did that go? Went great. Yeah, it went great. I, I learned a lot. You know, I was there for three years. I actually didn't want to leave. Um, but my wife, who at that time was my fiance, when Oliver offered me the job at Clemson, she said, you, you'd be crazy not to go because it's in the ACC and you want to be a head coach. But I was so happy at Akron. Right. Uh, you know, I, I'm somebody that, you know, I, I, I like – uh, what I like, and uh, you know, I don't necessarily love to, to change things up. So, right. um, but it was good advice from my wife. I went with Oliver for two years, 
at Clemson, you know, again, got a chance to be a part of him turning a program around and turning it into a perennial winner. And then I went to Florida for one year with Billy Donovan. That was a great experience as well. And then I got offered a VCU job and I was 31 years old and really didn't necessarily feel like I was ready to be a head coach, but it was just such a great opportunity. And they offered me the job that, you know, it was probably too good to pass up. Yes. And you did a fantastic job there. I mean, I watched you on TV, especially during the tournament. And you're talking about having our whole area pulling for you because we knew you were Oliver's assistant at one time. And man, we were all pulling for you. What a, what a great run. That, that, that was an amazing run. Thank you. And, and speaking of father figures, uh, I'm sure now you're father, father figures to a lot. I mean, a lot of, of players now. I'm sure they contact you. Well, that's that's the goal. I mean, I'm fortunate to be able to stay in contact with a lot of former players. And it, it's so much fun to follow their post-playing careers and, you know, follow when they, you know, they have families and get married and, um, you know, just they're grown men now, you know, and, and yeah. A lot of the things that we went through together at the time, you know, you didn't have a thing of the way that it would impact them long term. But now, you know, when it's a decade later, it's pretty cool, you know, just just hearing them talk about those experiences and the impact that it, that it had on their lives. And I'm sure you're definitely a big mentor for them. My mentor is also my high school coach, Ward Lambert, and and I'm always talking to him when I got to make a major decision. So, very important. So, next you decided to, uh, well, you accepted a position at Texas. Uh, that must have been exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, it's a great place. And uh, obviously, there's no bigger brand or bigger stage than that. And it was an exciting opportunity. Went through a lot of, you know, interesting experiences there. And, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And, again, got to coach a lot of guys that, you know, it was just an honor to be able to be their coach and, and to help them on a daily basis. Um, let me back up, to before we continue with Texas. Um, was it in, at VCU where you had a few players for the first time get drafted by the NBA? We did. Yep. That was great. That was amazing. I mean, it's, accomplishment. It's, a, it's a thrilling experience. You yes, know, to see a guy go through that that life changing experience. Hmm. Well, at Texas, you did very well in your first season with the Longhorns. You won twenty games and and received a at large bid to the NCAA tournament. And um, you know, in your in your seasons there, you received, you um, had like nineteen wins in five seasons. Uh, that's just an amazing. Accomplishment at uh, Texas. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it was it was a really uh, it was a really good experience just going through all the twists and turns, and you know just really excited about this opportunity at Marquette now and seeing what we can do. Well, um, I know uh, was was it a task getting uh, assistant coaches hired, or, or did you bring your staff over? Some of both. Yeah, I brought some folks, and then we had uh, also a, 
you know, a, a, uh, we added. Okay. Um, Chuck, hopefully I said that right. Five winning seasons of 19 wins uh, at Texas. I think I said that correct. Uh, Chuck, tell me, um, how would you say coaching sports has impacted your life? Oh, it's impacted me in a, a great deal of ways. I mean, it's pretty much an all-encompassing job. So it's uh, it's challenged me in a lot of ways to grow and focus on the guys around me and, you know, try to help them grow. Um, and, I, you know, every day, you know, being around these guys, I learn something. Uh, what would you say you like most about coaching, just in general? Just the company that it allows for. Okay. Um, what would you tell a young kid about following their dreams? Well, I think one of the most important to do when you have dreams is to learn as much as you can about the people that have already accomplished that goal. You know, and, and how did they, right. how were they successful? What is the path that they followed? And even what are some of the struggles? through and they endured uh because you know it's easy to go on social media now or to turn on the tv and read about someone's uh see successes but you know if you really want to find a way to be that successful it's also about you know learning all the twists and turns that people have gone through to get there right uh Chuck, i'm a big proponent of good sportsmanship especially in youth sports what role would you say good sportsmanship plays in youth sports? Well, I think it's about learning how to win the right way and then learning how to lose the right way. Right. You know, the reality is we live in a world and a culture that, you know, promotes success and then the credit that you get from it or the blame that you take from, you know, coming up short. But the reality is for kids, for all of us, but especially for kids, um, it's all about growth. You know, just finding a way to grow and up. Things I've learned over the years is the the place where a young man is at 16, 17 years old, it's nowhere near as important long term as his trajectory for growth. And uh, sometimes we do. Young folks are disserviced by focusing so much on taking a fixed mindset of where they are right now. Right. Well, um, I'm a, that's your different question. Um, what are your hobbies? Are you a golfer? No, I, I, I just try to spend time with my family when I'm not working. But like I said, uh, the job's pretty all encompassing. That's smart move. Is there anything else you would like to add? Thank you for having me. Well, thank you, Chaka. On that note, I think I bring my podcast to an end and let me give my sponsor a plug. The 81st episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast has been brought to you by Atlantic Physical Therapy. They're here to help you with your recovery while providing you with a safe environment. They keep the care and have care. Located in Maryland, Ocean Pines, West Ocean City, Berlin, and Salisbury, and in Delaware, Salvia, Ocean View, Millsburg, and Laurel.
call 410-208-3632 or find them on the web at AtlanticRehab.com. I guess today has been Soccer Smart, head men's basketball coach at Marquette University. Thank you, Shaka. Good luck on your season. And remember, if you think you can, you can. Stay safe and keep smiling. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now. Thank